Named after the mechanism that separates the sweet wort from the spent grains, False Bottom Girls features two beer experts filtering through the brewing industry to guide listeners through the wonderful, yet sometimes confusing, world of beer. Hi, my name is Rachel Hudson. I'm the co-owner and head brewer of Pilot Brewing in Charlotte, North Carolina, and an advanced Cicerone. Hi, I'm Jen Blair. I'm the beer program coordinator with New Realm Brewing in Atlanta, Georgia, and I am also an advanced Cicerone. All right, anyway, let's talk about resources. Woo! And I was trying to... Get excited. Get excited about learning. Yay. I um, was trying to think of some ridiculous thing to say at the beginning of this episode on my way here, but um, I did not. So there's no fog hat. There's no... (laughs) It's always sending Philadelphia references. There's no YouTube or Instagram influencer greeting. Um, Well, you know, Cicerone should open a bar like the cicerone bar with a classier name than that how obnoxious would all of the people be who came in there i don't (laughs) i think you would have half and half i think you'd like have people who don't know anything and then you would have like but it should it should be fine though because it's the cicerone bar sure i mean it should be perfect (gasps) okay hear me out cicerone and cheese beer bar so it's a bar run by cicerone but they also serve macaroni and cheese okay (laughs) why why does it gotta be mac and cheese why can't it be like you know like cheese like all things cheese you know like like an ormond's cheese like yeah all the cheese i guess it could be and then you could have cicerones (laughs) (laughs) what no okay it's a cicerone bar they have cheese on the menu you have like cheese plates that they prepare okay and they match with beer and give you a little mini cheese presentation. All right. That's what bartenders do. That's what the bartenders do. They're like, you want to talk about cheese? You want to talk about chocolate? You want to talk about meat? You have all these flight options. Like, that's the menu. Oh, man. Come on. You know So it sounds like maybe we have a new business concept. Yeah. So we'll add this to False Bottom Productions along with the crowdsourcing <laughs> uh, for the... No, but it, I For think Cicerone, Dreyer, we have to get comedy. Cicerone to do it, though. Like, it has to be Cicerone. Like, we can take royalties. <laughs> 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 no, I'm serious. But how, I mean, come on. Cicerone was like, hey, Chicago, we opened a bar right down the street from our, you know, office, which is very unimpressive. I was, like, expecting to, like, walk up and see, like, a big, like, Cicerone sign right. or, like, the logo. And I was, it like, going to take a picture. Yeah. And I walked right by it. Like, <laughs> I was, like, where is this place? And then I finally found it. And then it was, like, shared building. Fine. Right. And then I go up the stairs that is, like, you know, 100 years old. And then there's a little door. It says Cicerone. Just, like, on, the, like, a goddamn, like, office. And I'm just, like. <laughs> well, it is a goddamn office. Well, it is just unimpressive. <laughs> Not impressive. You walk in, there's a couple rooms, there's a desk, there's like Ray sitting there, there's Pat sitting over there. You're like, well, these are the people, but all right. Let's Never meet your heroes. <laughs> <laughs> I took a picture of the door. I was like, I'm not even going to post this. This is, no one cares. They're going to be like, cool, you found a closet. Yeah. Hey, you were in an <laughs> office building. That's neat. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not like a brewery, I guess. I was, you know, where are the silos? Where the, where's the outside features? Like, <laughs> so, but they should open a more impressive bar. 
but I'd be sweet. Noted. We'll, It'd be we'll sweet. let them know. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I mean, we could do it, but it's just not going to have as much weight. Like, we are advanced Cicerones, so that'd be cool, but that'd be a, a bar opened by advanced Cicerones. Can't really call it Cicerone because they would be like, no. That's true. So we just got to make them do it. Be like, hey, Ray, you got to be coming to a plateau with this whole money thing at some point, right? <laughs> Don't you need to make some more money? But he could have the perfect bar. It would be amazing. It would be amazing. So if, <laughs> since he's going to do this, he's going to need to hire at least certified Cicerones. At least. At least. I, it's funny. I was actually um, talking to somebody about that last night who's interested in it because he thinks farther down the road he might want to. He's been in the in- restaurant industry, and he was thinking he'd like to get into – the brewing industry, um, somehow, you know, kind of the, the like beer service hospitality. Sure. And he was asking about Cicerone and, um, he said, is it worth it just to do the first level if that's what I want to do? And I said, you know, it's really not. I said, if you're, if it's something that you want to do, uh, plan to at least do certified Cicerone. And that's, yeah. I think that's my advice for pretty much anybody just because there's what, a 150,000 certified beer servers now and yeah. it is you still have to study for it it's still me i don't mean to say that it is meaningless no. because it means a lot it's just a little bit more accessible a little bit cheaper so more people take it which is great right. and, and to like have a uh, staff that is 100 percent beer server certified awesome yeah that tells me a lot about your about sure your you business. care uh, there's still a big gap big jump from level one to level two right and then even at level two once you complete that um there's still a huge level of understanding that it's that oh needs to come and yeah. that does come eventually. I mean, there's not like I would never downplay any of these levels. But no, they all take a lot of work. No, they all do. But what, now that I've like, you know, done advanced cisterone and all that studying, I mean, it took me two years, almost a good two years mm-hmm. to pass that test. It took me, um, yeah, I think two years to pass. Yeah. And that's two years of taking the exam and not passing. Yeah. Like studying, all that, taking the right. exam, not passing. Um, so there was a lot of learning that went along with that. But when I started that, I mean, whoa. I knew nothing. The jump. <laughs> That's the way I feel. The way you, the way these people feel now, like studying for the just level right. one. Right. It's the way I felt studying for level yeah. three. I was like, oh, my God. I, have, I thought um, I knew how to brew beer, but I do not. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I have a, a friend who's also an advanced Cicerone, Asa, and she teaches, uh, before she moved into beer, she has a PhD in psychology. So she talks a lot about beer psychology. And um, so she's uh, Beer Repaired Life on Instagram. I highly suggest following her. Ooh. She's very, lots of education, lots of really good facts. She's re- really good at engaging her audience, but... She had posted about this not too long ago, and I forgot exactly what the term is, but it's basically the what happens when the more you know, the more you feel like you don't know. Yeah. Because you are aware. Yeah. You I had, become far more aware of oh, everything out there that you don't understand yep. the more that you learn. I had so many moments like that studying for this exam. Oh, same and th- yeah, there were times my, when I can I, feel my blood pressure just yeah. increasing talking about it. Well, and you forget. <laughs> I mean, you you forget that you do know stuff and yeah. you know a lot and yeah. you know things that just become kind of 
common knowledge to you that you forget other people don't don't know and I have that even now with um, talking with friends or my husband or somebody about it where you know I'll say oh yeah like when we were in Belgium I wanted to go to the Mort Sabit cafe and he's like well what's what's that like why is that so important and I was like beside myself with excitement we actually ended up going there I think two or three times because it's a fantastic place but just you know being able to tell him the history of the place and um just a significance in in belgium and in brussels beer history and that's something that when you read any book on belgian beer they talk about this cafe and so you just see it over and over again we're like okay yeah now here's the part where they talk about this cafe and you forget that not everybody reads Mm -hmm. all of those same books Mm -hmm. to, to know that um, and I forgot, I'll have to look it up, and I'm sure somebody somewhere is screaming the name of that phenomenon um, at us right now. Uh, but it is the, you know, the more you know, the more you realize you don't know. Yeah. And the less you know, obviously, the more you think you know, which yeah. um, I've also been guilty yep. of that. <laughs> I can totally relate to that. Yeah, there's, you know, I can't, There's they say there's the five levels of learning, mm-hmm. um, and... I cannot name every single level. I don't remember. Bargaining, but acceptance, anger. <laughs> I think that's like grief. grief, which I went through with her when she told me she was leaving. <laughs> I accepted it. It's fine. See, she's at acceptance. Yeah, kind of. I mean, it's like forced acceptance, but whatever. <laughs> so anyways, yeah, like there does come a level of where it really starts to click. Mm-hmm. The understanding, the application, the being able to. Application is huge. Yeah. And, you know, they're like with beer, it can be challenging because if you don't work at a brewery every day and you're not like constantly studying, then it is like a lot harder yeah. to learn all this stuff. Um, I know I'm not confident at all in draft systems. And mm-hmm. that's because I don't in the brewery. I don't have a lot of experience, even with changing kegs, changing the coupler on a keg. And I remember having somebody at Pilot show me that one time and I was like, oh, that's that's it that's all that's involved and they're like yeah and I mean you know I like I was like whoa that's how you do it and then I can do this right but I just don't have that that kind of hands-on experience with that and I'm not a mechanically minded person I have no common sense at all so that stuff like that is difficult for me but being in a brewery you just get used to doing that all the time yep well you know like I came from a bar background yeah. Like we've talked about in, I mean, that's, I mean, I learned, I was like cleaning draft systems and not like 100, under, 100% understanding what was like going on. Like I right. knew what was going on, but like, right. you know, making sure like everything was turned off in a certain order, gas release, stuff like that. Right. I probably messed a lot of that stuff up. But, you know, talking about some other resources for studying right. for Cicero. Yes, this has been a very long yes. road for us to get to the point of today's yeah. episode, which is some of our um, favorite resources or recommendations for resources for going through Cicerone. And also, I don't, um, and I meant to say this in one of our earlier episodes, but if you're just wanting to learn more about beer, yeah. this is this is a great framework. Even if you have no interest in going through the Cicerone program or BJCP, these provide you with great great guidance on what books to read and mm-hmm. what resources to explore. Uh, so just if you're listening and you want to learn more about beer, these these are all really good resources to do that. Yeah. Um, there's a handful of 
of books that I really like for a beginning level yeah um intro to study is one you have uh we, we down here on our list she provides a really nice syllabus for our uh, episodes she keeps I do me my homework. she keeps me in line <laughs> but down here um how to brew how to brew by John Palmer yeah that's a great book that's a like once you have, I'd say, like a little understanding of about a couple things back there, you know, some basic like, okay, this happens in the brewing process. We do this, then that, like the process. Right. This is like a great book to start learning about like some science about why, you know, we do certain things that we do and mm-hmm. why we keep a certain temperatures and check for certain measurements and um, just kind of have a, a breakdown of every step in the process, every ingredient of the process. Right. And he does explain it in a very approachable way. I mean, I know I find his explanation of what is happening in the mashing process to be a little clunky. It just doesn't work for me. Um, that's the only thing I found that understanding how the mash process or what's going on within the mashing process Oh, it's with his... Um, the yard work. The yard work, yeah. yeah. I under- it just doesn't work for me, but that's also because I just... I learned it a different way. Yeah. No, I understand that. His example, I can see why that... It, it, read the, if, if you read it, he breaks down... It makes an example of yard work and how you need this tool to break down right. very big branches into small branches. Right. And it's a good before example... before you do that, you need to use this tool to mow the grass to find this other tool. Or and he's something. trying to use this as an example in a way to explain the um, conversion process of right. enzymes in the, in the mash. And it's, it's, it's a little a, confusing. It's a very dad way to explain it, like <laughs> using yard work. Yeah. So, son. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, this is what you do. You get the, the, big, the big clippers... <laughs> And you cut the big branches, and then you get the small clippers, and those are, you know, th- and it's like, okay, just, I had, I actually had to delete that out of, my, out of my mind and just be like, okay, so this is what's happening with the sugar. Right. <laughs> right. And the lawnmower, you see, that's the limit dextrinase. Yeah. See? Yeah. It's so clear. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh. The one thing I really did like about it, though, is, is um, discussion on water. Yes. Because... If anyone has ever tried to read the water book. Also written by John Palmer. It's very dry. Ha. <laughs> Who else See what has I did dad there? jokes? <laughs> <laughs> but it's so hard to read. I still haven't gotten through that book. It's very chemistry and like mm-hmm. a lot of words. I got to look up while I'm reading. It takes right. forever. And I've read, um, I've read it, I think, three times now. And again, not being from a chemistry background, I find it really yeah. difficult. But... I, now I understand when I'm adjusting my water profile, why I'm adding things like calcium and what those, you know, the minimums are or like the best practices for parts per million. I understand that. I don't understand like the residual alkalinity and, oh, yeah. and all of that. Yeah. I know what I know what do, you mean. Yeah. But I can't like scientifically yeah. back my way into beginning at the beginning with the explanation. Yeah. So don't worry about that book. <laughs> don't worry about oh, yeah. that book. Just Good how that, to brew. <laughs> yeah, know, know that everyone finds that book difficult to read. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, also on here, and you mentioned you were not the best with draft systems. The draft quality manual, the Brewers yes. Association puts out a draft quality manual online, which right. you can download for free. Um, you can have a you can have it printed and sent to you, but you can download it for free. And it's, and it's a new um, edition. Yes. Yeah. It's very updated. It's very good. It's very, um, it can be, if you don't have the parts to play with, it, it can kind of be rough to like really understand all the right. concepts. 
But if you do, if you're like working with a draft system or, you know, it can be one, your kegerator at home, it could be mm-hmm. short draw system at work or long draw system, whatever. Maybe you got a friend who could explain some stuff to you, a local brewery. Right. But um, it's very thorough. Mm-hmm. It's very good. Um, the Cicerone syllabus, if you were studying for Cicerone, which they provide online mm-hmm. on their free. website for free. And they can, that syllabus can lead you through exactly what draft system stuff you right. need to know. Right. And, you know, one thing that I've done with, particularly with draft systems, not so much with the actual system, because I have a pretty good understanding of how to, like, calculate the length of lines you need and all of that. But I, you know, I at a um, homebrew competition for the raffle, they had nitro faucets mm-hmm. and you know when they 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 had a lot of stuff but when they you know call your name you can go up and pick something and i was like okay i want this nitro faucet i don't have i don't plan to have nitro on tap at home but i want this faucet yeah to take apart and figure out like okay here's the restrictor plate and here's you know this this the bonnet for this and the coupler for this and well there's no coupler but yeah um, <laughs> the washer you know yeah. this is this washer and so I grabbed that and I've got a regular, just a regular faucet, same thing that I will, when I go to study for draft systems, I just take them apart. And I did buy a coupler. Um, it's, you know, it was $35 and yeah. I don't need it at home, but I do for study purposes, but yeah. it's this fairly inexpensive yeah. way to do that. And I also recently had a friend who works as, works at a brewery here um, in the Charlotte Metro area, and they were getting rid of a bunch of their old kegs, like their old corny kegs. Mm-hmm. Which, if you're not familiar with home brewing, that's what most home brewers used when they're force carbonating their beers. And um, they were selling them for like thirty dollars or mm-hmm. something a piece. And they, he said, they they might need a piece here or there that needs to be replaced. So I messaged him and said, I want your most beat up kegs. Like I want the ones that have to have everything replaced in them. So I have the experience of figuring out what parts I need, ordering those parts, taking it apart, and putting it back together again. And if at the end of the day it's like it's so beat up that there's just it's not going to work no matter what, I still had the experience of trying to get it to work. Sure. And I ended up with three kegs for free. That cool. I mean, obviously I'll have to get the parts for them, but you know that was it's a great resource. I haven't gotten around to doing that yet but it's it's going to be great to just get into it and say okay this one has you know the the a socket that it needs or this Mm -hmm. i need this kind of washer i know that these kinds of poppets don't really work that well um so i think in in terms of resources keeping an eye out for things like that and just asking people hey, let me, whatever you have that you don't care if I break it and put it back together yeah. again. And that's important because, you know, I've, I've worked in the industry. I mean, I've worked in the service industry too since I was, you know, God, I don't even know, 16, but like at a beer bar since I was 19. Total access to that stuff every single day. Mm-hmm. But not not everyone does. And like, right. you, you, I mean, how else are you going to learn? Right. And that's a really good way. I mean, because, you know, if you're going for Cicerone, like level two tests, they, you, you need to know how to take part a faucet. Um, a traditional faucet that all draft systems had, and you need to take it apart, name all the parts, tell how to clean it, and put it back together. It's literally a video that they shoot you. Oh, it's part of your test. Right. So, um, but yeah, so buying that stuff, it can you can get some real expensive ones, so just look around, just get for the cheap ones if you're going to learn, right. get stuff for... for exactly. Um, 
in a typical city, you know, you might like in a, the real world, you're always going to want to use stainless steel parts. But exactly. if you go buy something that's like a cheap brass or whatever, it's yeah. fine for right. learning. As long as, yeah, as long as you're not putting it. As long as you're not really there, using yeah. it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, just, eBay, um, I know in the Charlotte area, we have the Carolina, Carolina homebrew classifieds. It's a group on Facebook where people are selling their homebrew equipment. Oh yeah. Lots stuff of stuff. Like that is great. Stuff great for that. Yeah. I mean, and yeah, like really there, Amazon even has cheap stuff. I mean, you yeah, can eBay. find some just eBay. Yep. Um, so going back though to whether you want to learn more about beer or you're studying for the Cicerone, you know, the, the essential books, Rachel had already mentioned how to brew and the draft quality manual. One of the ones, so this is, you know, we've, we have some resources that are low cost, some resources that are free, some that are worth the cost. Um, these are the essentials, you know, the, I would say that probably the five essential books, um, for anybody really wanting to learn more about beer. So the other ones are the Oxford companion to beer, which is serves as a beer dictionary. Um, it's not, it needs to be revised. Like, I don't think there's a, a entry in it's there. It's not for very Ghost updated. Up. Yeah. yeah. And, um, but it is a great, it's good. A, just a great way to look things up when you have questions. And actually, now that I say that you can get it online, craft beer and brewing has the entire Oxford companion online. Um, for so, free? Yes. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So you can get it online. I'm I'm an old, so I need hard copies of things. I can't <laughs> read on screens very well. Uh, but it's, it's great to have, and it has a lot of not just definitions, but it tells a lot of the entries have a good story. So, again, mm-hmm. it goes back to being approachable, depending on who wrote the entry. Uh, but it, it's a great, great And it's very have. easy to just flip through and get what you need. Yes. You don't have yeah. to, like dedicate to reading the whole book to like understand right a whole chapter or anything like right. that. right and there have been times when i've just opened it and yeah. like whatever's on this page is what i'm going to read about i'm uh, not in a study setting yeah. but just i guess in my spare in my free time when i'm just being a big nerd <laughs> <laughs> and um the next book on here that she has which i really think is great for intro beginning learning is tasting beer by randy washer yes. yeah who is good friends with ray daniels yeah. ray daniels started it's, the cicerone program right it's kind of an unofficial textbook for yeah they like two. i see i see now they like hey i'll start a business i'll sell your book <laughs> well no and they, um, but it is it's very good like i anyone who just wants to take the level one test online just read this book or if you just like beer have yeah. it in your house it's yeah. great and uh, randy Mosier is a fantastic writer very engaging and the second edition has the additional chapter on draft systems. Yeah. The, the newest edition of it, um, which is about, I think, a little over a year old now. Uh, but it's got everything. It's got nice history. It's, it's got, good. Uh, you know, proper glassware. A little bit styles. about everything. Yes. Yeah. yeah so um, definitely a really great book for anybody wanting to know more about beer, whether you're wanting to sit for the Cicerone or not. Mm-hmm. And then Brewmaster's Table. Yes. Very awesome. Classic. As a vegetarian, it doesn't exactly give me everything I need because it's very meat heavy. Sure. Um, Which actually, uh, Asa, who I'd mentioned before, she and I have talked about collaborating on like the vegetarian vegan version of Brewmaster's Table. Oh, nice. To do beer and food pairing because, yeah, I mean, it can be hard when everything out there is 
beer and food pairing that involves like six different kinds of sausages or duck or beef. And, you know, you have to kind of, as a vegetarian, you have to kind of work around that and learn, learn what, what the basic flavors and textures and everything of these dishes are and build that into something that you can eat. Almost makes you do develop a little bit better of skills doing that because you're forced to rethink it. Right. But it's a good book. I mean, it's very uh, story like. It is. Garrett Oliver is a very. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of his writing character. style. Right. They, uh, he's yeah. He definitely he's very has, amazing. He has a flair for the for drama. So if you don't know who Garrett, that, Garrett yeah. Oliver is, real quick, he uh, is the head brewer, head brewmaster for Brooklyn Brewery mm-hmm. since forever. Yeah, that was yeah. God, he has remember. been there always yeah. since they started. Um, he did a lot of traveling. He's just a, he's a beer enthusiast. Mm-hmm. He a home brewer. Right. He did a lot of traveling over in England and Germany. Mm-hmm. He talks about a lot this a lot of this in his books and his food and beer experiences. Um, he's very much a gourmand because he yes. can talk about wine and um, just has a very good breadth of. He's a very good vocabulary mm-hmm. when it comes to describing these pairings. Yes. That he's, um, and it's what Cicerone kind of looks for in when you are talking about food. They want you to say things like, you know, caramelized sear scallop or something like that right. instead of like s- something simple. And it's a good, eloquent vocabulary that is a nice story of his journeys right. about food and beer and learning things and bringing it back to Brooklyn Brewery. Right. and It's good. It, it's just it's not um, super like factual. It's not like you know, it's not black and white. Right. Which sometimes I like when I'm trying to learn. Like, right. This is but this. It's hard because, this is this. Yeah. But it's subjective. It isn't black and white. It right. isn't. It isn't. Right. His writing style is a lot like Michael Jackson, the the beer writer. Yeah. Um, very engaging. And when you're reading the book, you are transported to wherever they are at that moment. Yeah. Um, so it makes it a very vivid experience it to is. read about. And it, to me, that's also helpful in remembering. Yeah. You know, this is what... Uh, he talks about Castellet all the time. Mm-hmm. That, you know, this is this is what this is like. Um, so it's very it's a very entertaining book. I would also recommend. With that, it's not on our list, but the um, Chef's Companion, yeah, is a just a food dictionary, yeah. and I use it all the time. And when yep. I started using it with his book, I gained a much better appreciation. That's a good idea of, of yeah. reading it because there are a lot of Again, like fish and meat, I just don't know necessarily what what those are. So just looking at that, yeah. being like the other day, I look up um, kippered when it's he said something like this kippered mackerel would be good with this, and I've seen the word before, yeah, and I kind of know. I've what actually it is. remember looking that word mackerel up. <laughs> I'm so serious in that book. Pastors. <laughs> if um, only we could take this test together, right? <laughs> Um, but yeah, just looking, you know, taking the time to look that up and be like, okay, now I know exactly what this means. Like, again, I had an idea. I knew it was some, a way of curing something, but I didn't know exactly how. Uh, so having the chef's companion is great when you're reading the, um, brewmaster's table. Awesome. So five books on there. Uh, we could post this probably on our Facebook page or something. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, also some free resources, the BJCP Guidelines, the Brewer Judge Certification Program. Mm-hmm. Those judge. are beer judge. Sorry, those are uh, guidelines for beer styles. Correct. A little bit of history, a little bit of um, just 
general facts, but, you know, statistics of what the alcohol range should be, of what the IBUs, mm-hmm. the, the International Bitterness Units, how hoppy a beer in some sense, the a style should be, the color range. Um, commercial examples. Commercial example, all about the different flavors, aroma, right. of what this style should be. Um, and you can also get that as an app for, I yeah. know it's on iOS and Android. Yep. Um, but I highly, highly recommend getting a copy of the guidelines because there's a lot more information in yeah. the guidelines than there is in the app. The app tends to shorten the right. info. Yeah, I agree and with that. And those are, those are available for free, bjcp.org. Um, I printed mine a, a few years ago and they're pretty tattered yep. now. But um, the same for the Brewers Association guidelines. Their guidelines are for more for commercial beer competitions. Yeah. Uh, they're uh, slightly different. Um, they have a few different categories, but those are also available for free on the Brewers Association website. Yes. And so to be clear, these are, are a group of guidelines for every single beer style that America recognizes. And mm-hmm. these are, they are similar. Like she said, there are some differences, but it's Cicerone focuses on the BJCP guidelines. Correct. They do expect you to know understanding a little bit of the Brewer Association guidelines, what they are, what they're used for, just like Jen explained. But the test is on BJCP. Right. Although so, I think the master might ask about The master probably, because they did that a little bit on the advance. Like, they kind of tripped me up with like a bass question. I can't remember exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. But because the they asked about a style that was in BA, guidelines and I was like what is that style yeah I can't remember in my (laughs) you know rack of all the BJCP that's all I studied right right (laughs) so but yeah but for you know level two BJCP good to go again all the styles they want you to know are on their syllabus that they provide for you which is next on our list of free yes resources as the Cicerone syllabi for any of the levels um they're mostly the same as you go up through the levels. Yeah, they, add they, some stuff. Yeah, they add a few more things and kind of flesh out some of the more of the nuances and what they want you yeah. to know. But it's, again, if even if you're just interested in learning more about beer sure. and you kind of want structure, get the Cicerone syllabus and sit down with it yeah. and just work your way through it. Yeah, and they uh, have a, a free practice test Yes, for level two right there with the syllabus. And even if you just want to see how much you know. You just right. look through the practice test. Right. And that's I recommend that to everyone when they say they're studying for it is download the test yeah. and work through it, even work if you're through working it. Yep. through it with with all of your materials in front of you. Oh, so yeah. So kind of an open book test. Yeah, do it. But it at least gets you familiar with how they ask the questions and what the format is. Yeah. And how they want you to deliver the information because, like we'd said before, Meeting people who say, well, I'm just going to take it because I know I know a lot about beer. Cool. Sure, maybe you do, but you At don't know. At least do this first. <laughs> right, right, but you don't know how Cicerone wants that. Exactly. I've had the same thing with looking at the IBD exams, knowing the, looking at some of the questions for the Master Brewer program, knowing the answers, but then realizing that they're phrasing it in a different way. Yeah. And so just learning how they want you to to give them the answers is huge so um definitely that free practice test Mm -hmm. is priceless Mm -hmm. and uh study groups that's how i met jen oh (laughs) i think i bought some off flavors yeah oh funny story so when i met jen well i read about jen in an article 
about taking this advanced Cicerone test. Uh-huh. And she was going to be the first female in North Carolina. And I was like, shit, I want to be the first female in North Carolina. <laughs> so then, then we got added to this like Cicerone Facebook group, Charlotte yeah. Cicerone Facebook group that someone else started. Yeah, we do have our own um, Cicerone Mafia in, yeah. in Charlotte. Silly. But I was like, yes, she's on here. Okay, everyone come to my house. I got some off flavors. We're going to do some off flavors. We're going to study. And so I was like, yeah, she's pretty cool. I want to make her my friend. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, yeah. that, I'm, I want to meet this girl. <laughs> I tried, too. I was like, no, I didn't stop there. I was like, but I didn't. But that's okay. Cause she, well, soon she I'll be very the, well deserved. Um, well, thank you. I'll be the only woman advanced cicerone in Georgia. And you can be the only woman advanced cicerone in North Carolina. Am I? Yeah, dude, it's just the two of us. Oh, nice. Yeah. So. I feel like I didn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly. (laughs) Well, cool. Get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So when we're talking about this, because it does get expensive to go through the process. Yes. And it doesn't, there are ways to cut corners. Right. Um, But there are. Some things definitely, besides the five essential books that we, mm-hmm. we just recommended that you get, um, there are, in, in my opinion, some resources that are def- definitely worth buying. I will say, number one, one million percent, the Cicerone Keeping and Serving Beer Workbook. The Their Road to Cicerone series books, they have, I think they have five mm-hmm. now. This is one of their very first ones. It's It's expensive. I think it's still around a hundred dollars i don't know if the price is okay or not it is absolutely 100 percent worth it to get this book because if particularly if you're like me and you don't have a lot of draft system experience or even if you think you do yeah the workbook will walk you through draft systems you also it also references the oxford companion to beer and the DQM, the Draft Quality Manual. Cool. So you'll need both of those, which you're already going to have because they're in your <laughs> essential beer library. And <laughs> you just walk through it, and it is absolutely the most helpful resource they have. Far and away, the very best thing you can invest in. And I remember we were, when we took the advanced exam in Arizona, we uh, were talking with Chris Pisney, who's the exam director of Cicerone, and he had just recently made master cicerone yeah and he said the same thing he said this is the best resource that we put out hands down and he's he said that he had used that to study for master and he said you really i don't want to like quote quote him but yeah 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 if you have the keeping and serving workbook you have what you need to know for every level of the cicerone so Definitely sounds like a good investment, especially yeah. if you want to really go for advanced levels. Yeah, and I, I mean, I, I don't, re- I don't even know how many times I've worked my way through that workbook. But before uh, the when I took the exam in Arizona, um, I worked through it one more time, and you know, ended up like greatly improving my score just because it keeps that stuff fresh in your mind. Yeah. Um, But even at the end, it walks you through a troubleshooting scenario where it's kind of a choose your own adventure. So, you know, the bar calls you and says like this one beer is pouring foamy. It was pouring fine last night. It just started to pour foamy. All the other lines are fine or like all the other lines are starting to pour foamy too, even the nitro tab. And yeah, you know, where do you go next? How do you diagnose this? Uh, So definitely, 1000% invest in that book. 
Good to know. Cicerone off-flavor kit. Okay, yes. yeah, because they have one available online, but yes. it's through Aroxa. Correct. Aroxa, okay. yeah, Aroxa um, flavor standards packages that for Cicerone. You can get the Siebel kits as well. Yeah. Um, those are fine. Personally, I just prefer the Aroxa kits because I think they're easier to use in, it, just in terms of packaging. Okay. Um, and and that's what's on the test. So Siebel right. it, and Aroxa are both companies that sell off-flavor spikes that we as brewers and Cicerone um, buy to purposely spike beer to give it a certain off-flavor to test our knowledge of, of that off-flavor. Right. Um, the Cicerone test uses Aroxa flavors. They are expensive. Um, you can get a, like a mix pack, I guess, if, if you're buying it by yourself, and you get one tab per off flavor, mm-hmm. and you have to use it in that one go, it, right. y- and you make it with a liter of beer. So it's good if you can get a group together yes. to pr- purchase this together and all learn it together, because right. no one wants to drink a whole liter of yeah, gross like beer. T2N, yeah. spike beer, yeah. Um, but it is definitely worth doing that. And um, another resource or another suggestion that we have, just going kind of going back to like Facebook study groups, is keeping an eye out for maybe breweries who are doing that. Yeah, um, Cicero and, and being able to go in does it. Yeah, they go. They, they do they it do different places. Courses. Um, but if you've got somebody locally who just does that yeah. as part of you know training their staff, um, and you can get in. Oh that's, yeah, that's great. Oh, most breweries do do it on the norm. I know we at Pilot do. I know Noda does because he used to work there. I know Legion has been doing it, mm-hmm. and you know there are a ton of breweries that do it yeah if you can get in on one of those that's even better because then you don't have to pay for it right right (laughs) typically yeah definitely getting a group together yeah Um, i know um i've spoken with our local paint boots chapter about potentially doing that oh sure that'd be good so yeah there if you keep your eye out for opportunities to do off flavor panels you can find them but i would also recommend just getting a kit and sitting down and doing it um, plus, if you if you order the Cicerone off flavor kit, it comes with a webinar that walks you through each one of the flavors. Yeah, and that's that was really helpful. As and well. you could probably always YouTube videos for this stuff too, and find some free information out yeah. there as yeah, well. Yeah, that's true. I love. I would be wary, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, for the most part, most things out there, I, I feel like I've watched beer related or. You know, you can, those people that are giving their own opinions, be mm-hmm. wary of that. But um, right. if some actual educational like, stuff. Yeah, somebody, like, turning the camera on and then yeah. stepping back into the frame to show you that they're going to chug a beer yeah. and then, like, <laughs> open their fridge and tell you how to change your draft lines. Like, maybe not those, but, um, but um, definitely there's videos out there. But I like on here, you know, do it yourself off flavors. That is a thing. That is possible. Yeah. There are flavors out there that you can find that you can say, okay, this is it because you know mm-hmm. that something has happened, um, like skunked beer, light-struck beer. Yeah. We recently, at our last um, off-flavor training we did at Pilot for the Public, we... We just put it out in the sunlight. Yeah. We just, we just set it, it outside and let it get light-struck. And it was funny because I had people afterwards say, so you really didn't put an off-flavor spike in this. Yeah. And I said, no, it's that outside in the sun. And it was kind of an overcast day because we were worried we yeah. didn't get enough skunk. And we yeah. kept going out and kind of like smelling it to yeah. see if it was skunked enough. <laughs> and it wasn't even a heavily hopped beer. Because we're not used to doing this. Right, so. <laughs> right, exactly. But we, um, several people said, so yeah. there's, this was just from setting out in the sun. Yep. Yes, just from setting out in the sun on an overcast day. Yep. For 
an hour. It yep. got this skunked, and it was so strong. Uh, so that's a great way to do that. The On the BJCP website, they also, in one of their study guides, has a list of spikes you can use to um, replicate off flavors for training. So like acetic nice. acid, you you dissolve this much white vinegar in, you know, in this much beer. Um, I recently learned that McCormick is discontinuing their imitation butter, uh, which before is what you could, you can just buy it in the grocery store and it's diacetyl. Yeah. And, uh, would you just, well, drop a butter in that beer? Yeah. It's like gross. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But you, um, I when I heard that I actually went on Amazon and bought a six pack of it before <laughs> nice. like before I couldn't find it anymore. I ended up with I think their butter extract, which isn't the same as the imitation butter, um, but it still does the trick. And I gave it to somebody last night who said, "I have a real hard problem tasting diacetyl because I had this pilsner that I thought was great, and I entered it in a competition, and it came back the score sheet. The aroma was diacetyl. The flavor was diacetyl. The uh. mouthfeel was slick." And he said, to me, it tasted fine. And he had had somebody else taste it, um, who's also a certified Cicerone, who was like, yeah, no, this has got diacetyl. Yeah, and he could be blind to diacetyl. Yeah, you can be anosmic to it. Um, Some people are just... I I do find most of the time when people say that they think they might be blind to it, they just don't know what to look for. Yeah. And the more experience you gain. I, I know I used to feel that way with diacetyl, and then I... It just clicked for me one day, oh, yeah, and now yeah. I can get it all the time. And I know that my husband was the same way, where he said, you know, I think I might be blind to it. And I was like, uh, we'll see, just because it is yeah. developing your palate, you know. And But people, there are people that are blind to certain off flavors. Like they're, like DMS is a popular one. Like mm-hmm. Jeff is very bad with DMS. I'm very bad with acetaldehyde. Mm-hmm. All the acids, really. Acetaldehyde um, is an aldehyde. Sorry, that's what I meant. <laughs> but it, like, well, actually, well, like acetic acid is fine, mm-hmm. but like lactic acid, sometimes it's just not pungent enough for me to like even pick right. out next to acetaldehyde, and I'll that's get those two mixed up a lot. Yeah, for some reason, um, that's interesting. But yeah, the um, imitation butter you can use that. Yeah, that's cool. There's also um, isol well, uh, like banana extract. You can get isoamyl acetate. Yeah. So yeah. is that are they actually selling isoamyl yeah. acetate in yeah. the store? Yeah. That's, Perfect. Yeah. Banana extract will more Ooh. than likely be um, isoamyl acetate, which is that banana runts, yeah. banana flavor. Um, I actually have not to self promote, but if you go to my blog, I have a post on there about isoamyl acetate and how the fake banana, why the banana flavoring doesn't taste like real bananas. Yeah. Um, and that, so I, I think it's a cool story. I won't take your time to do that, to talk about it now, but I definitely recommend going to read that because it's really interesting, um, how we got that artificial banana flavor. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the do it yourself off flavors, um, are fairly simple to do. I would though make sure that you go uh, find that chart in the BJCP study guide because they do give you dosing instructions and there are a couple of recommendations I think they make where they say like make sure somebody's not um sensitive to uh, maybe like sulfites or something Uh, so don't yeah don't just try to like go off the cuff and do it but you can definitely look up ways to spike beer with things that you have and um, I'm hopefully going to be uh, I will be submitting a proposal for the National Homebrew Conference in Nashville uh, for 
do-it-yourself sensory for homebrew clubs. Um, so cool. maybe you'll be able to see me talk about it cool. um, next June. We'll find out. Nice. Um, so the next thing that uh, I, I'll i say, um, resources. So I've bought pretty much everything uh, yeah. to study. And there are a couple for me I don't think are worth it. Um, if you have used them and you think that they're worth it, then they're worth it for you. If you're asking me, Jen, what I would recommend, um, two of the main things that I would not recommend are the style flashcards that Zephyrum yeah. puts out. I think between the BJCP guidelines and the other resources, it's one is far more beneficial to make your own flashcards and go through that experience kind of twice. Um, And I don't think that the information that, at least on the flashcards I had, I think they have an updated version. The information that they put on there wasn't precisely what they were asking for, or it only covered some of what they asked for, where I feel like you can make your own flashcards and make sure you're hitting all of the points that they might ask you about on the syllabus. Yeah, and you're going to learn more. Right. If you make your own. Yeah, I agree with that. I never bought them. Yeah, I did. And I mean, there. I think a lot of people do because they're fairly low price. I think they're maybe $15. Yeah, they're not expensive. If you want to, if, if, if flashcards are good for you, pre-made ones, whatever. Right. My husband did get them when he was studying. He actually really liked them. He thought he gave him the information he needed to be able okay. to answer the question quickly. Yeah. Well, I know he has but, the newer ones, too. I have an older version. Oh, okay. See, but that's, you know, everyone's so different. Right. For me, watching YouTube videos is what really helped me. Oh, okay. Um, I, like, just... There was a handful of ones that this Vancouver brewery does that were really good. One was Belgian beer, one was German beer, one nice. was beer and food. They're very good. But very that was cool. my that was my big help. Right, right. Um, the other thing I will say that isn't necessarily helpful are the older style books from the Brewers Association. Yeah. The, the newer ones, so the ones that have come out in like the last 10 years. Are yeah, great. yeah, and yeah. And again, yeah. it's, you know, you have updated information and uh, like I mentioned in the previous episode the book I have their very first one they put out on continental pilsners still refers to east and west Germany and Czechoslovakia (laughs) so they're they're still good for some of the history there's some outdated info I found some contradictory stuff before reading through I can't remember exactly what just be like yeah I don't think that's really right anymore you know like a brown brewing practice Right, you right, know, so exactly. Um, I what, agree with that. What's definitely worth it is the um, their ingredients, the Brewers Association ingredients book. So the yeah. water book we talked about, the malt, hops, and yeast. Yeah, those are good. Those are all fantastic and absolutely worth yeah. th- the investment. Um, and then, you know, just anything you could find, like we said before, out in the wild at your local beer bars or uh, breweries, beer classes. I know... Pilot Brewing every second Monday of the month, except mm-hmm. to, except this month. Right. <laughs> is, Which will be like last it? month when you guys listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, we do a beer education class, so mm-hmm. you can always look out for that. Um, I've seen, and I've seen a lot of different yeah, more, places. Yeah, actually more of them do. Yeah. Doing, yeah. It's almost like um, they see that it's successful. Somebody <laughs> else has done it. Uh-huh. <laughs> but there, I mean, definitely, uh, we have talked about in the Charlotte area, we have such a saturation of advanced Cicerones and certified Cicerones and yeah. highly, highly skilled 
beer people, we're very fortunate. So really any of the beer education classes you can, if you're in the Charlotte area, yeah. um, they're all going to be like, I 100% trust the people who are putting them on to give you a good, good overview yeah. of whatever they're talking about. Agreed. I haven't always felt that way with some of the ones I've gone to in the past with like beer enthusiast groups. Yeah. I still think there's value in being part of them because you can still um, go on brewery trips and... Yeah. Um, you know, get tours of the breweries and taste beers and everything. But, uh, it's, you know, those are run by beer enthusiasts, not beer yeah. experts. But tours of breweries are always good. If you can jump on a tour, just go for it. Because just yeah. seeing what every brewery is so different and there's no mm-hmm. rule book. So just seeing what other people do, even if you just pick up one little thing, you'd be surprised just how much all that clicks later on. Right. Well, and in our, again, in the Charlotte area, the I think all of the brewery tours are free. Yeah. I'm sure. I, know, and, I, I like can't in, think in of Chicago, they would have, you know, like $10 or something like sure. that just because they have more people coming through. So they can't just I feel do like maybe the tours. bigger the brewery, the more yeah. chance it might charge, but right. most of the time. All right. Um, yeah. So then I think some of the, the last things to talk about, uh, if you're super serious about it, are um, good classes if you want more in depth. Uh, if you see a Cicerone off-flavor class come come near you, I would definitely sign up for that. I haven't done one of their kind of basic beer flavor or off-flavor classes, but I know we did one that was off-flavors in the brewery. It was kind of a 201 yeah. class, a little more advanced. I, I did a, a basic one with the staff before we opened at Pilot, and it was good. It was like 50 bucks. Yeah, I was going to say, I know it's not very expensive. And, and it was I've, good. We tried like maybe six different off flavors and yeah. he broke it down, went through each. It wasn't like, okay, guess. It was like, no, this is a class. We're gonna, this is how everything happens. Right. You know what? I take that back. I did several years ago when I lived in Chicago, I took one of the off flavor classes at yeah. the Cicerone offices. Yeah. Um, and so those are definitely great. Um, and it was only like uh, two hours, maybe hour and a half. So it I wasn't so. that bad. It wasn't yeah, like we, an all-day thing. Yeah, we did it in an evening. Yeah. So, yeah, it would have just been like a couple of hours. Um, and then another uh, another one I highly recommend. It is extremely expensive, but I've done it, and it completely transformed the way that I taste beer, and that's the Aroxa Practical Beer Taster training that is about $2,200. Yeah. <laughs> It's typically held in Chicago at Cicerone the week before the master exam. So it's really aimed at people taking the advanced and the master Cicerone. But I was also in there with, you know, the QA lab heads for places like Brooklyn, Brooklyn Brewing. And no, it's good. It's a lot of information. It's good stuff. And it's, I mean, he, he is Expensive. a world expert. So yeah. you are definitely getting what you pay for. Um if you're looking into certified or if you're just an enthusiast, I think probably is not is going to be a little bit too technical for you. But if you're thinking about advanced or master or you're wanting to get into QA, um, into a QA lab or a sensory lab in a brewery, definitely, definitely worth it. Yep. Or if you're rich. Yeah. <laughs> you just have <laughs> money to burn. <laughs> Well, cool. I think that wraps it up. We'll post this list on our Facebook or something. Jen, Jen will take care of it. She does all that. It's so great. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And then if you have any questions, just reach out to us. We love talking about beer. I do it all day. Yeah. And we definitely love um, helping people out. I mean, I, I probably get two or three requests a month from people 
who are studying for their uh, either they're certified or they're advanced and they just want some you know some guidance yeah. on what where do I even start yeah so yeah you can get us on Facebook and Instagram at false bottom girls you can also email us at falsebottomgirls at gmail.com and I think that will be it for our resources episode this has been false bottom girls and we make the Bruin world go round